Hello and welcome to the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast. I'm Ross. Gordon remains on sabbatical. This time I want to talk about some simple tips for steadier shots. Lots of folks say that for truly steady image making, you need a tripod or some similar stable support. Sounds great, and it's factually true, but many photographers don't want to carry a tripod all the time, and some still haven't even invested in a suitable tripod. Since we tend to shoot offhand the majority of the time, let's talk about some simple tips that you can use for steadier shots. Our first topic is stance. You cannot be a tripod, but your leg position can help you out a lot. Plant your feet about shoulder width apart so your legs form a triangle parallel to your subject. Avoid locking your knees or hips. Try to remain flexible. Otherwise, you will get tired and that will create some micro shake. Our next topic is grip, how you hold the camera. Cameras are designed to be used right-handed, but you're not going to want to be using a vice grip on the camera with your right hand. You're going to want to be supporting it with your left hand. And to do that, make a V with your thumb and forefinger and put the lens in that V. Now roll the rest of your hand under the camera body to make a stable platform and to the best of your ability, keep your left forearm straight and perpendicular to the ground. This is best achieved by pulling your elbows into your body. Having your arms away from your body is not stable and is often referred to as the chicken wing. Never use a left hand grip that holds the left side of the camera. Get that left hand under the body and use the strength in your thumb and forefinger to provide the stability. Your right hand does need to be on the camera, of course, but don't be gripping it tightly with the right hand. When you do so, it negatively impacts your fine muscle control, and you need fine muscle control for a smooth shutter squeeze. The next topic to consider is the relationship between the camera and your eye. A very common error in stability is to bring your eye to the camera. Don't do that. Bring the camera to your eye. And if that sounds at all confusing, here's how to look for it. If you feel that your head is bent forward, you're removing stability from the spine and you're creating a wobble point. Let the spine do its job by keeping it mostly vertical. By not inclining your head forward, you're also reducing compression on your chest, which can change your breathing pattern. Camera's not that heavy. Lift it and bring it to your eye, not the other way around. Next, let's look at the whole shutter release process. A lot of articles and chat and documentation talk about pressing or pushing the shutter. You don't want to do that. Those are very large motions. You want micro motion. So with your finger resting on the shutter release, either roll your fingertip gently, or what I do is I just tighten the muscles in the back of my hand and this causes the fingertip to squeeze the shutter release. I have to be straight up. You're going to need to practice this. So you can do it at home while you're watching TV or whatever. You don't need to be making photographs to do this practice. And in fact, I encourage you not to do that. Just get in the habit of a very smooth shutter squeeze. You don't need to bring the camera even to your eye. In fact, you may gain some skill by watching your finger on the shutter release as it's going off to learn the nature of your camera's shutter release and to see that you need next to no movement at all 
in order to release the shutter successfully and without shake. For maximum stability when taking a picture, use the following breath control model. You want to try to keep your heart rate as close to resting as possible so you can take smooth, longer breaths. It's hard to be stable if you're out of breath or you're panting. As you prepare for the shot, take a breath in, and as you let it out, when you get to about the half-out point, squeeze the shutter. Again, proper repetition is the mother of skill, and practice will make this both easier and more natural. Gentle, smooth breathing, where the release on the half-out produces a nice, stable shot. Many folks like to shoot from the LCD, not from the viewfinder. And this is a very common thing with modern cameras, but it's best to use when the camera's on a tripod. And the reason for this is you're creating torque in your arms because the camera's out in front of you. But if you want to shoot from the LCD instead of the viewfinder, keep your neck and head level. Take the same grip on the camera as noted earlier and create a triangle between your forearms and your chest. You're gonna to need to tuck your elbows in so you get more stability and don't forget to bring the camera to your eye. Don't drop your head. You have to accept that this is a less than stable shooting position because your arms are forward extended. And take that into account when you're choosing a shutter speed for the shooting situation and the lens you're using. If you do find that camera shake is a problem, and it is for many people, instead of shooting in single frame mode, set your camera to continuous shooting and when you squeeze the shutter, let it go for three to four frames. Not 10, not 100. Three to four will do the job because one in that sequence will be more stable than the others. Be warned, however, that you're going to be needing to spend some time culling so you only keep the one good shot and get in the habit of throwing away the rest when you download those images from the card. There's no point keeping all the shots made in this mode. Only keep the one best one. Now, if you're still shooting film, obviously this is a terrible option. But if you're shooting digital, storage is cheap. And by continuing practice, the need to use bursts is going to diminish. I've seen some folks advocate the use of the two-second self-timer. So we'll talk about that as a solution for steadier shots. I know that this is super helpful when shooting from a tripod, but experimental data that I've constructed has proven that it's not suitable for handheld shooting. Two seconds in this context is a long time. Think this. One one thousand. Two one thousand. Now imagine that you are holding the camera trying to be steady for that period of time waiting for the shutter to go off. In that period of time, the camera and your body are going to be moving. Certainly try it if you wish. There's no harm in trying. But in general, I'll tell you up front, it's not going to help. The next thing to talk about are grip accessories. Most modern cameras are very well designed ergonomically, and they have a decent grip for the right hand. And most of them are well designed so the bottom plate where it sits in your left hand is smooth and not cluttered with a bunch of junk. However, the camera has to feel stable in your hands. And if it doesn't, there's a couple of simple tricks that you can do. On the more expensive side, you can look at a bracket or a plate to flatten out the base and make it easier and faster to mount and unmount from a tripod. Perk and really right stuff, 
make wonderful brackets or plates for this purpose. Some camera makers who don't offer a nice built-in grip or built-on grip offer extenders or grip extensions that physically mount to the right side of the camera. These are very handy for a user whose hands and fingers are much larger than the camera and they feel scrunched up when they're trying to grip it. An option that I've used when shooting sports where I may get sweaty hands and fingers and where the camera may not have the most decent ergonomic right side grip or where the base plate gets slippery is to use some skateboard tape from the sports store. And I put some on the base plate and on the right front of the camera and to give a place for your fingertips to have some purchase. Remember, skateboard tape is quite rough and it takes a bit of getting used to, but when you use it, slippage is stopped cold. I hope that these simple tips help you make more stable images and also improve your image making confidence. For the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast, I'm Ross. Thanks for listening, and until next time, peace.